One of the biggest causes of inflation in our country is Joe Biden's spending. That's obvious. But Joe Biden's spending specifically on the war in Ukraine. This has caused, this has devalued our dollar because Joe Biden has printed so much money and spent so much money. It's devalued our dollar, which of course causes inflation. It's very elementary monetary policy. What's interesting is this is not just a threat to our way of life, right? We look at it, how it impacts ourselves. Like, oh my gosh, I filled up my gas tank and it was twice as much as it should have been. I bought groceries and can you believe how much eggs cost and how much milk cost? And oh, look at my paycheck. Even though technically Biden's bragging about wage increases, it hasn't outpaced inflation. So the actual value of the money in our paycheck has shrunk because inflation has increased. We often think of it as we should. This is totally normal human nature. I think of it like this all the time. The the way we think of it is oftentimes how it impacts our families. Our families are the primary things that we take care of. That's fine. That's normal. We should be thinking about our families. However, one of the biggest dangers of the Ukraine war isn't just the incredible loss of life that's happening there, the needless loss of life. All the Russian soldiers that are killed, all the Ukrainian soldiers that are killed. It's not just about Vladimir Putin himself. It's about U.S. monetary policy and how it is tied into the funding of Ukraine and what the downstream effects. And I know this sounds really boring, but this is one of the things that I feel most passionate about right now because it's going to impact our way of life in a much more significant way than the cost of eggs and the cost of milk and how much it costs us to fill up our gas tank with gasoline at the gas station. This is going to fundamentally change what it means to be American. And what I mean by that is if the US dollar is devalued as Joe Biden is devaluing it by continuing to send money to Ukraine, then other countries around the world are not going to rely on the US dollar as the world reserve currency. They are going to move away from the US dollar and they are going to embrace instead a different currency for the world reserve currency. And if that happens, it doesn't just destabilize the US economy, it destabilizes the entire world because the US, our, our position as superpower in the world is not just based on our military might. It's not just because we have a standing threat to nuke anybody who disagrees with us. In fact, I would say in our modern society, our military strength is actually the least of a lot of countries' worries because they know that we are a moral nation, that we are a good nation, that we're not a murderous nation. We're not just gonna go and um, uh, in an unjustified way kill people with bombs. We're not just going to stage an invasion. The American people don't have the political appetite for wars after the forever wars that we've experienced. And so our military might, sure, it's important. It serves as a deterrent. Of course it does to a certain extent. But the biggest negotiating leverage that we as the United States have in coercing or encouraging, it doesn't matter what word you use, it's the same thing, and encouraging other nations to do what we want them to do is the power of our economy. Because every other nation in the world relies every other um, nation that, that has any kind of semblance of an economy themselves relies on the U.S. economy. And so the U.S. economy has the power to say, well, if you rely on us and you have to do what we say, otherwise we're going to pull back our economic strength. But if the U.S. economy is destabilized and the U.S. dollar is no longer the world reserve currency, then the U.S. doesn't have the economic leverage that we had in the past that we currently have to actually cause countries like China, for example. When President Trump was president, the uh, trade war that everyone was afraid he was going to start with China wasn't a real trade war. It didn't have any kinetic action. There wasn't military involved. It was President Trump using the strength of the U.S. economy to say, okay, well, we're going to harm you economically with our economy if you continue to break rules, if you um, are doing currency manipulation, if you are doing X, Y, Z in the South China Sea. 
President Trump used the power of our economy to stop China from cheating us. But if our economy has been destabilized because our dollar has been devalued and the world no longer cares about the value of the dollar because it's not the world reserve currency, then we no longer have any power besides military in to get nations in line when they're misbehaving and it impacts us. And we're not just going to be a warmongering nation where we start dropping bombs on people when they disagree with us. So the threat of the war in Ukraine isn't just about Vladimir Putin. It isn't just about democracy. It isn't it isn't just about how much our groceries cost. It's about our very way of life, the American position as superpower. And Joe Biden knows this. This was not an accident. This was not something that arbitrarily happened, that we're just noticing that, oh, as a result, an accidental result of Joe Biden spending all this money, the US dollar has been devalued. The world reserve currency is maybe no longer going to be the US dollar. What's going to happen? No, no. He knows what's going to happen because there is a group of other countries called the BRICS countries. It is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa who are putting together a alternative world reserve currency. And guess who's involved in this? Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping, the two heads of the two nations who want to supplant the United States in our position as world superpowers. So this is according to PBS. Putin, or Russian President Vladimir Putin and Chinese President Xi Jinping were both absent as leaders from the BRICS group of emerging economies uh, started as they started a three-day summit in South Africa. On Tuesday, Putin's travel to Johannesburg was complicated by an outstanding international criminal court warrant for his arrest over the abduction of children from Ukraine. His participation as the bloc named for the member nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, opened its first in-person meeting since before COVID-19. Xi, who was in South Africa and held a bilateral morning meeting with President Ramaphosa, did not join his host and the leaders of Brazil and India for a business forum at the primary summit venue. No reason was given for his absence. But here's the kicker. President Putin did attend the summit. He just attended it remotely. So all of these accusations that we've heard against President Trump, that Russia, Russia, Russia. He colluded with Russia. He's just a puppet of Vladimir Putin. All of these accusations for, for so long of every, that Hunter Biden laptop story is just Russian disinformation. Republicans play right into Russia's hands. Who's actually playing into Russia's hands? Joe Biden is. Joe Biden, by giving, printing our money, devaluing our dollar, giving hundreds of millions and billions of dollars to Ukraine, destabilizing the US dollar for the entire world, threatening the US dollar as the world reserve currency, is throwing Vladimir Putin together with Xi Jinping and the BRICS countries into the summit to discuss what? An alternative world reserve currency so that the US is no longer the superpower because our economy has no strength left. So you could argue then that the one colluding with Russia or playing into Russia's hands or being a puppet of Vladimir Putin is Joe Biden. And that's certainly what I would argue. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show.